Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you being empowered with knowledge so you can pack a punch in your wallet. You know why? So you can keep more of what you make. You can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. Coming up in just a few minutes in today's Clark Rageous Moment, there is a scam operating right now that was tiny a year ago, seems to be bigger right now, targeting anyone paying tuition for private school or college. I'm going to tell you how this scam is playing out in the Clark Rage. And later yet, if you have credit card debt that's stubbornly hanging on, I want to give you some options now for you to get rid of that credit card debt, not with not paying it, but at least to lower the interest rate of that debt. So electronics technology is really making a big difference in safety and security at our homes. And there was just an analysis in the Wall Street Journal about self-install home security systems. And the thing that was clear from the technology writer was how great they all are, that they all are very easy to do, and it's just a matter of what ecosystem you want to be in, and you can... Uh, have professional monitoring if you want, or just have alerts to go to your phone, have fire, water detection, um, you know, smoke, de- the, um, what do you call it, carbon monoxide detectors, all those in addition to protecting all the entry points in your house. I mean, it is a fantastic era we live in for you to be able to self-install. But there's another product that is booming right now probably more than self-install home security and that is the doorbells that you can monitor who's punching your doorbell on your smartphone remotely from wherever you are the it was popularized by the ring doorbell but now there are many many competitors the systems depending on which one you use are a very easy to moderately difficult consumer install item, and then you've got a watchdog on your property. And this is a great way for police to be able to put together a pattern. So a lot of times what a burglar will do, or burglary ring, is they first ring the doorbell, wait to see if anybody's home, because the last thing burglars want is to end up in a situation with a person at the place that they're breaking into. And so that's why they ring the door. And if you answer the doorbell, they're going to leave. And uh, they'll say who knows what, and then they're going to leave. But remember, you got video of them. And police departments, depending on uh, how much they're into stopping burglary rings, police departments will be from not at all interested to very interested and knowing that you've got captured video of somebody who may well have been casing your home. Sometimes it'll be truly a a solicitor just going around your neighborhood trying to get business, but often it will be somebody casing your home. We have one of these uh, doorbells, and it's just fantastic because when we answer, the person we're talking to, you don't open the door, you answer from inside your home or right over your phone 
and you're talking to them as you're watching them and they don't have any way of knowing if you're there or not and you just ask them why they're there and it's great because you're able to monitor your home so well the beauty of these things is some of the least expensive ones now are as cheap as sixty dollars you can go way up in price from there you can even spend as much as two hundred dollars on one of these but it's very easy to find one in that range of a hundred to two hundred dollars and install it at your home install the app on your phone and bam you have a new level of security at your home but it's not enough for you if you've got some kind of neighborhood watchy kind of thing it's not enough for you just to post on some kind of neighbor alert because again remember the person may be uh, maybe just an annoyance a solicitor but at the same time police establishing a pattern of a burglary ring or whatever the police need to be informed and if they're into it the video you have could be very valuable in solving a crime or a series of crimes andrew's with us on the clark howard show hello andrew hey clark how are you great thank you how can i serve you andrew um my fiance and i are getting married in 10 months and um congratulations to both of you thank you um Mm -hmm. we use our cards from our bank that just withdraw from our account and um we're looking to build credit using uh credit cards and potentially also pay for our uh airline flights for our uh honeymoon and we were wondering what is the best cards for that so do neither you nor your fiance have any existing credit yes so you're starting from scratch yes sir so don't worry at all about what kind of rewards or whatever you might earn buying airline tickets right now we got to get you into credit with training wheels we got to get you going with that because um, when you have no prior established record of credit you've got to start with a program where they'll let you establish credit such as going to a credit union and are either of you a member of a credit union yet Yes, we both are. Have you but been not to, with the same one? Oh, you're with the same one. Have we're either not, of you? We, go, we're not with the same oh, one. Oh, you're not with the same one. one. Well, that's actually an advantage here, because one may offer and the other not. What's often referred to as a fresh start program. Okay. And with a fresh start, you uh, post a certain amount of money in a CD or a savings account. And then they'll establish a Visa or MasterCard with you. Now, the advantage of doing a fresh start with a credit union versus what you may have heard about in the past with a secured card, most of the credit union programs issue you a regular Visa or MasterCard and tie the limit into what you have on deposit, but they don't report it or treat it as a secured card. Okay. And after a period of time of on-time payments you're then released from having to have any money on deposit specifically to back up the visa or mastercard you have okay so that's the best way and the reason the credit union fresh start programs are so great versus anything else out there in terms of secured cards 
Secured cards tend to come with very high fees, which you will not have with the credit union. So each of you should check with the credit union you're each a member of and see what they would require to issue you a Visa or MasterCard. And if one has a credit union that doesn't and the other other credit union doesn't, then you both just join the credit union that, that does allow that and each get a fresh start Visa or MasterCard. Okay, so we need we don't even worry about the other ones that do offer rewards. No, don't even that's down the road. Okay. Right now you just got to get established with credit. All right, thank you very much. Sure. And where are you thinking you want to go for your honeymoon? Um uh I think we want to go to the Bahamas, I think. Okay. All right. Well, wherever you end up, if it's fun in the sun, instead of just saying Bahamas, think any place fun in the sun where you can get a deal. Okay. And that way you widen your choice and you might find a a great price somewhere you haven't even thought of. Doug is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Doug. How you doing? I'm doing great, Clark. I hope you are. I am. You are interested in buying a new vehicle. That's correct. Yes, sir. This is for our business. So is it new? Is it going to be a new work truck or work vehicle, or are you going to buy a used one? What are you thinking? Well, probably looking at a certified pre-owned. I'd like to get one that's maybe a year or two old based off of your advice. Um, We use, it will be a full-size truck we use for our business. And the last time I purchased one, I let the dealership help me with the funding. Uh, but I know you talk about credit unions being a good solution for personal vehicle purchases. I wanted to see what your recommendation would be as a business owner. So, well, we got a lot to discuss. So let's deal with the last thing you said first. And I want to go back to the first thing you said. So when you are looking at getting financing for that truck, depending on the credit union, they either do or do not do um, business with small businesses. So if you're yes, with a credit union already, do you have one already that you do I any? Do not. You are not. I am not. So you can approach uh, credit unions near you and see if they do small business lending. And okay. There's a cap on how much of that they can do. It's different than like with consumers. But if they do it, then what you would be able to finance that truck for would be a whole lot cheaper typically than what you could do elsewhere at a bank or at the dealer. So the credit unions tend to write uh, vehicle loans at about a point and a half below what a bank does and as much as four percentage points below what a car dealer would. That's pretty amazing. So that's why it's worth it ahead of time to see if... In fact, the, a credit union near you will write a business vehicle loan. Now, on okay. the thing about buying, let's say, a year or two old certified pre-owned, it is okay. not always cheaper to buy a year or two old vehicle. And okay. it is worth it for you to comparison shop what it would cost for a new work truck versus buying a used one. I'm not into CPO, certified pre-owned. 
Okay. Because those programs are not always what they're cracked up to be. What I'm much more interested in when you compare a one or two year old truck to a new one is having it checked out by a mechanic of your choosing, which okay. is much more significant and important than whatever uh, certified pre-owned program they say and they hand you the fancy brochure and it'll have maybe a <laughs> colorful sticker on the vehicle. But often those are just marketing programs and there's not real meat behind them. Okay. So well, I appreciate I appreciate that. If uh, if the credit union doesn't, um, if I don't have a local one that does commercial lending, what would be my next choice? So then it would be to your advantage to go to the bank that you do business with for your business, yes, sir, and, and see what they'll write a truck loan for you at. Okay, and I started that process. So um, that's. That's what I wanted to find out, and I really do appreciate you taking the time and, and all the information that you give to each one of us. And best to you shopping, I should ask you, when you look for prices on new trucks, are you a member of Sam's Club or Costco Wholesale? Yes, sir. Which one are you a member of? Sam's. All right, so Sam's has a vehicle buying program that if you just sign into your account on samsclub.com, you'll mm-hmm. be able to see what price you can buy the truck you're looking for um, right through Sam's website. Okay, I will look into that for sure. And see what kind of deal you're offered there because that would be uh, potentially a great way if you get a good deal on the truck. The truck market has been strong, and so there's not as much give or negotiating on the trucks, but whatever deal you can get, Shopping it online up front gets you much closer to the best deal. Today's Clark Rageous moment is a very timely one with just about all schools will be back in session in the next week. I want you to know that again this year, there are the scam emails going around pretending to be from the registrar's office or accounting office or whatever at schools and universities saying there's an unpaid bill. Now, some of these are quite sophisticated. They are aware of where your child goes to school or if you yourself are enrolled in the most sophisticated versions of this. They know the institution that someone's enrolled at for college or at a private school. So think how Clark Rageous that is, is you're already having to pay tuition. You pay to who you think are the right people, and you get money taken from you. That is no fun at all. If you get any kind of notice saying that you owe money for tuition and to click on a link to pay it, do not click on that link to pay. Instead, Go to the school website itself, outside of that email, and check to make sure that there is actually an outstanding balance. Maybe there is an outstanding balance, and if there is at that point, then you can pay it however you would from inside the school or university's website. But don't ever, ever, not ever, pay inside that app because, well, not, uh, I'm sorry, app, inside that email, 
because the link may be completely fraudulent and your money takes a one-way trip never to be recovered. And I have recovered from taking my teenager off to college and she's settled in now and having a great time. I've been asked by so many people how things are going for Steffi and she is beyond elated in her first week off at college and it was sad leaving her there but I'm so glad for her and the great experience she should have over these next four years. Remember that, Steffi. Complete your degree in four years. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. So the amount of credit card debt that Americans are carrying is rising again, and a lot of it is faced with higher interest rates. As the Federal Reserve raises the rates it controls, it sets into play higher rates on credit cards because credit cards are set on various indices that adjust up every time the Federal Reserve raises rates. So we've already seen several increases. We're going to see a few more before the Federal Reserve may pause And so that means that your average credit card balance is seeing higher rates right now for the typical credit card balance, somewhere upper teens, maybe 17% or so. There's an opportunity in the marketplace right now that is something I never recall saying. Never. In fact, anytime anybody ever asked me in the past, about personal loans, I would say, well, that's not going to be any help at all. But today, because of some players in the market slugging it out for market share, there's the possibility that you could refi out of your credit card debt. I've talked in recent years about going to Prosper and Lending Club. And I've been, by the way, I've been now for more than two years testing it as an investor and reporting on it from time to time to you here on the air. And I should tell you on that side of the equation, the number of bad debts I'm experiencing with Lending Club and Prosper have climbed. I'm still earning decent returns on my money, but not as good as I was last time I reported to you because the greater number of charge-offs. But let's look at it from the other side as a borrower. With these platforms, people pool their money either picking and choosing loans individually or doing what I'm doing where an automated system based on somebody's credit score spreads out the money that I put into the system and I own little teeny pieces of a lot of personal loans. People come to Lending Club or Prosper because they're getting potentially a lower rate than somewhere else. But now they're facing more competition. Social finance, SoFi, that is best known as an organization that refis student loans, is now doing personal loans that, although they start 
at 7%, that would be for somebody with a phenomenal credit score, they rise as high as about 13%. Most people are going to be somewhere around 10% or so. If you have credit card interest rates at 16 17% with SoFi or with um, Lending Club, Prosper, you know who else does these? The Discover card people. Because a lot of times Discover has a hard time getting people to use their cards but all they want to do is make money from interest anyway. So they will do personal loans where you can take out the existing balance on a credit card you have and potentially get a lower rate on a personal loan. And again, all these people use a sliding scale based on your credit score. If your credit score has fallen off a cliff, None of these people are going to lend you money or lend you money at a good rate. But if the issue is you're running balances, paying high interest, and have a good credit score, then doing a refi into these personal loans would be great. I'll tell you what's not great, though. Do not, do not use the cards once you've paid them off. Put them in the deep freeze. Follow my freezer bag rule. Get a freezer bag. Put water in it. Put your cards in. Seal that freezer bag. Throw it in your freezer because the idea is to pay off the money you owe at a lower interest rate, not to just borrow more money. Rick is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Rick. Hi, Clark. Thanks for taking my call. How are you doing? Great. Thank you, Rick. You want to talk credit cards? I do. My wife and I wanted to apply for a new credit card to use strictly for our online purchases. And uh, the only way that we've seen to be able to apply for that card is online. And so we went online to fill out the application and our social security number or my social security number was required. And, you know, we've always heard that, you know, never, ever give out your Social Security number, especially online. So is that is that legit? Do they can they require a Social Security card? Yeah, because they've got to what I was just talking about with the credit scores. They've got to run your credit and all credit reports and scores work based on your Social Security number. Okay, because it's been so long since we've applied for a credit card. I mean, it was back in the paper days. No way, so, really? Oh, yeah. I wow. Mean, yeah, yeah we, we I, haven't... I don't know there is a way to apply by paper anymore. Well, that that was the problem. We couldn't find we couldn't find out how to get an application. So, uh, I mean, we've had, you know, there's cards we've had for well over 20 years. And now, you uh, are a very loyal customer. You know, whoever <laughs> you end up getting a card from, it will be to their advantage to have you because there's a big expense for the banks getting a new credit card customer. I've seen estimates as high as $600 a new catch, a new card issued in marketing costs when they allocate it out to one new person. And wow. so you being loyal for so long, they end up doing very well with you versus people who card hop. So if you want to make sure that you're doing it the safest way possible, go to the actual website 
of whoever the card company is and do your application through that instead of in response to any email or anything like that, kind of like what I talked about earlier with the scam with the tuition. And and we've done that. We we know we know the site where we want to go, and so uh, yeah, yeah. So we feel comfortable that. that that is okay to do. You know, my thing about giving your social security number out is only in a situation where it makes sense, and that would be a case where it makes sense because they have no other way to evaluate you to decide whether or not you're credit worthy, and they want to issue you a card. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Sure, I hope you enjoy the new plastic. Oh, well, they don't make any money off of us. We we pay them off every month anyway. Well, don't tell them that. <laughs> Julie's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Julie. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good. You have a question for me that I both welcome and dread at the same time. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm a divorced single mom, and my 13-year-old now needs braces. I was given a quote of almost (laughs) $6,000, and um, that's really exuberant for me. Even though um, there is insurance, and insurance will pay a little bit of it, still that covers only maybe about $1,000, but the rest of the five I'm going to have to pay for, and I cannot afford it. So I was wondering if there was any sort of program that, um, you know, low-income families could get braces done on a sliding scale, subsidiary scale, or even for free. I don't know. So I'm here to ask. Okay. So I'm not aware of any reduced rate programs based on income to get braces, but I'm about to step into something that whenever I mention it, I'm asking for trouble, but I'm going to mention it anyway. I'm about to tell you something that orthodontists hate <laughs> and think that it is a danger that it's creating a menace for your 13-year-old. But there are now a number of organizations that sell braces over the Internet. Oh. And they send you a mold that you take an impression of your 13-year-old's teeth. The mold kits tend to be like 80 to 100 or so dollars. And so you take the impression, and then they, based on the impression, make, um, make these um, retainers for you that, uh, that your child would wear. Now, these things that, that people are buying online... The mm-hmm. cost tends to be, depending on who you go with, a thousand to two thousand dollars. So I I mean, that's a huge reduction in cost. And I am obviously not um, an orthodontist, and <laughs> all I can tell you is that the orthodontists think this is a horrifically awful, terrible, dangerous idea. But people are doing it more and more. Oh, I see. Okay. So I I'm just want to introduce that, let you make your own decision, tell you that I am unqualified to right. tell you if that's a good choice or not. Um, I have 
you know, both of my daughters went through braces. They went the traditional way to an orthodontist. It was the fortune that you talked about to have. Uh, <laughs> our 13-year-old son seems to be fortunate enough to have teeth that are really, really straight and hopefully will stay so and <laughs> right. not need braces. But this is the alternative that, again, I have no personal experience with. I didn't do it to my kids. But if, okay. you, if you were to go on Google or whatever search engine you use and do um, uh, search like uh, self, self-install self braces or something like that, you'll find mm-hmm. there are a bunch of these companies selling these now. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, that's interesting to know. I have never heard of that, but I can still Google and just get the info. Yeah, um, and, and make a decision if it's anything you want to get involved in. Uh, you could search, if that search term doesn't work, do braces at home. See if that works, and you'll find info. And okay. I'm looking right now, oh my goodness, there are a lot of these companies. Oh, wow. That are selling the self-install <laughs> again i can't tell you if it's a good idea because i'm not a medical professional i can only tell okay. you it exists gotcha okay and if i do go with it i will let y'all know how it went <laughs> please i'd love the feedback you know one other idea that may work is a lot of dental schools will actually provide lower cost as a way to teach orthodontia to their students. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thomas is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Thomas. Hi, Clark. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Thomas. How can I serve you? Just had a question. Uh, came across a real estate investing site on the computer the other day, and I was just wondering if it might be something good to uh, invest in. So what exactly do they do? Uh, it's like a investing site. They deal with uh, apartments, commercial property, new apartment developers, and have, like, they have like a $500 minimum package that you can get involved in. And from the reviews I've seen online, they all seem to be pretty good, and I just wanted to get your take on it. So you would own um, individual, you would own little parts of individual properties, and they would then pay you uh, supposedly whatever profits there are, they're paying you over time? Right. Okay. And how much do you have to pay to be involved in this? 
Well, uh, for the minimum one that they have, I see it's like $500 to get started. No, but how much in fees do they charge you? No, I didn't see that part of it. Ah, okay. So this is a hot thing on the Internet right now with these uh, organizations putting together little real estate investment firms where they go out and use your money to buy uh, individual houses, buy a small apartment complex, to invest in a little office building, whatever. And you're just putting money in, and they charge you fees to get involved. Usually it would be common that you pay 2 to 5% of your money up front for going mm-hmm. into it. And then ongoing expenses each year that tend to be another 1% to 2%. Right. But the fees they're charging you are on top of them handling the books. They're the ones that decide if the particular buildings that they're running, that they're making money or not. And remember, since they're controlling the books, you have no way of knowing if they're putting expenses in there that really shouldn't be in there, so they're not reporting big profits, so there's not a lot of money for you. Right. So I don't like these uh, private kind of placements that you can put your money in. If you're interested in, in being involved in real estate and not actually having to manage any property... There's a really easy, simple way for you to do it, and that's to go into a um, real estate mutual fund. Okay. And my the cheapest of all of them out there are from a company you may have heard me tell you I love, and that's Vanguard. Right. Do you do any stuff with Vanguard? I don't, but I, I've definitely heard of them. So if you go into one with Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity or whatever, it'll be ultra-low cost. You won't have upfront fees you have to pay. And they're managing it. They're managing the investment, only investing in organizations that they have reason to believe are doing everything as they should. So it's a much safer path for you to get involved in investing in real estate than in a private kind of offer like this where you have really no say-so or oversight with how they set the budget and what part is for you. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that if you need consumer advice, we're here to serve you off-air for free nine hours a day if you go to clark.com and go down the home screen you'll see a section consumer help and tools click on consumer action center and you can get that free off the air advice